Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. Brought to you by Blue Sky Business Consulting. We discuss five questions in about 15 minutes. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I'm excited to welcome today's guest. This is Tim Bridges. He is CEO of MarkPoint out of College Station, Texas. So, Tim, thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today. Very excited to talk with you a little bit. Tell us a little bit about the audience, at least a little bit about MarkPoint and what you folks are working on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you, Mr. Sean. I appreciate you having us. And um, yeah, so MarkPoint, we started a little over four years ago. And uh, and so we've kind of been fighting this crazy economy that we've been, all been dealing with. Um, and, you know, it's kind of tough when we are doing the hiring. So we do recruitment and placement services. And so we've had to shift and, you know, we started in midstream and shifted into downstream and now kind of uh, embracing some more of this uh, renewable energy market, mm -hmm. as well as uh, focusing on some IT placements. Oh, and, uh, and, but we're open to help anybody who needs a hand, but yeah, we, uh, we built a business across this time frame with the pocket change that we had going into it and uh and really just been trucking along at times we've had you know uh seven eight people working for us and now we're slim slim just trying to get fit again so you know wow. anybody that needs a hand we're definitely open to helping them out oh that's great so basically a placement service for it folks and uh and some of the other things that you mentioned there so that's great yeah well yeah. certainly we wish you every success as you're continuing to build that out that's a great way to kind of get us started into the questions. You know, as you've, as you've been building your business, Tim, is there one challenge that you've overcome that you're especially proud of? Yeah. Um, well, I think there's just been so many challenges. I think that's uh, any entrepreneur or uh, any startup business owners can contest to is just getting over your own inadequacies and, and all your own mistakes that you're going to make along the way, let alone some government tossing more on top of it. Um, but, you know, for me, uh, uh, something that I'm most proud of is, is, uh, is quitting drinking and, and taking more control over myself and my own troubles and things that I I've created on my, on my own uh, behalf. And I feel like, uh, you know, yes, we battle the market and competition and, and everything else, but when you really figure it out, you're really in battle with yourself. And so I feel like I've met, mastered myself and, uh, and I feel like that's really allowed me to accomplish more and get us to the seven figures. Oh, that's fantastic. I love hearing that. I, and you're absolutely right. There is a mindset that any entrepreneur has to develop and continue to work on, and that's getting over him or herself. And so yeah, I love yeah. that. Congratulations on your successes, not just in business, but in your personal life. I think that's fantastic. Well done. Yes, sir. Thank you. You're very welcome. All right. Well, question number two, Tim, how can a leader help a team to foster creativity? Creativity. Some would say it's something that we are born with. Um, however, I think if you allow people to speak their piece and you don't shut people down, you uh, you kind of 
maybe create systems where people can communicate well as well, like a chat function in our business. It allows uh, people to talk about various markets um, and just it kind of don't don't stop people from from saying their piece. Give them a platform to speak from and and uh, and hear people out when they're talking. Listen. And I I think that that. helps create creativity for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no faster way to stifle creativity than to prevent it and just not even allow for the conversation to happen at all. So love that answer. Yeah, that's a great one. And then, excuse me, Tim, how can leaders help the team members to build trust with each other? Trust is hard. Again, it's another internal thing that we all deal with, uh, you know, because we're all let down by somebody along the way. And so uh, trust is is built with respect. And, you know, you have to give respect to receive respect. And trust, I feel, falls along with it. And so, uh, you know, again, it, like any other relationship, you, uh, you've got to, you know, take some punches and give some. But, you know, uh, at the end of it, uh, there should be a trust there, you know, that this person, you can always trust that a person's going to do whatever they show you they're going to do as well. So if somebody's showing you this, then you can trust that they're going to do that. And and so whether it's a good or a bad thing, uh, you can trust that people are going to do whatever they show you that they've been doing in the past. Oh, I like that. Very good. All right. Tim, question number four, is there an example that you'd like to share of a time when you had maybe a perceived failure, but you turned it into a win? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I would say, um, you know, in entrepreneurship, there's plenty of failures. There's plenty of mistakes that you make and, and, uh, and like uh, one of my friends I was just visiting with, uh, she said, you always want to fail forward. And so, uh, but, uh, you know, I feel like a failure was maybe just being so set on just midstream market. And so, you know, midstream is all of your pipeline industry. It's it's oil and gas. It's It's where you're transferring product from point A to point B. And that was where we built our entire business up from. And in 2020, when they started, you know, following that, they started shutting down oil crisis and everything. Well, midstream market was hit so heavily that uh, that we had to shift. And so it, you know, it was maybe a failure to not have more markets set up at that time because we took a huge blow. And so we had to jump and shift and, you know, shift into other markets really fast. And so, you know, what didn't kill us made us stronger. And I feel like, you know, if we're given an opportunity, then we always make the best of it. And, you know, the the difficult technical roles that we have to recruit for, I think that those skills that you have to have to recruit for that difficulty when you go to other markets, it just makes those other markets easier to recruit for. And so, you know, I think we made a win out of something that could have just completely destroyed us. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I really like your example because something that you 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 said, and it was so subtle, I'm not sure that even you got it, 
But you said, you know, maybe it was a, a perceived failure that we didn't have the right, I think you said marketing or something like that in place. But that's the success right there. That's the win is that you now realize looking back, you know what, maybe we needed to have this in place. And that right there made it a win. But then you also learned all these other things along the way that it helped you to kind of say, hey, next time, this is how we're going to prevent the next time from happening. So I love the planning ahead. Approach. What's that? Yeah, planning ahead, planning, yeah, yeah. planning for plan B, C, and D, you know. And that's the trick. And so sometimes we can't always predict everything. Right. But the more you do, and the more you and, and any of us do, and the more that we're seeing in business or in life, you know what? This is causing this, and this leads to this. This is how I can prevent. Or if nothing else, get even an earlier warning system in place, whatever it may exactly. be. But yeah, there's a lot to learn from those failures. So I love that you that you tackled it and you overcame it. Well done. All right. Question number five, last question. Tell us a little bit about your first job. Okay. Yeah, my first job on paper, I uh, I was 16 years old. And I'm about to turn 40 this month. So uh, I've been working this whole time and I work hard. So good for you. Uh, a lot of hours. But my first job was at Davis Feed Store in Bedias, Texas, which is in the middle of nowhere. It's just <laughs> way out in the country. And it was a feed store. So I was, you know, sweeping the floors for $5.15 an hour and uh happy to do so um you know we didn't come from much in my family growing up and i actually had a friend that worked there got me the job and he actually drove me to work every day and drove me home and uh so i, I saw it as a huge blessing and uh and so i i wanted to make it up to him and do the best job i could so you know whether it was throwing uh, more sacks of feed than he did or sweeping more floors than he did i wanted to give him that extra you know hey you you've been here you got the tenure let me earn my keep here and and uh we we probably rocked that joint i don't know that there was two hands they had that was ever better since that moment in time Oh, I'm sure. That's a great story. I love that because it demonstrates your commitment to hard work. It demonstrates your gratitude and how grateful you were to just have the opportunity and for him to take you back and forth. I think that's a great story. I love hearing that. I, that's why I've kept that uh, question in the rotation all these years because I just love hearing how people got started. And yeah. in a lot of cases, it, it leads to the entrepreneurial fighting spirit that they have. So I love yeah. it. I love it. Well, Tim, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. How can people find you? Um, well, you can find me on the website, which is markpoint.com. Uh, you can go to the contact page and shoot me a message if you want to get in contact there. Um, I'm also found on thirdpartypeople.com, which is our new revenue stream. And it's where you'll find my podcast that I've got going now. So if you're into self-help, I've got Optimum Ideation, where I'm interviewing international talent uh, that have uh, self-help uh, inventions, as well as Modern Pipeliner, which is where I myself went from the midstream market and energy into IT. <laughs> so uh, I get to interview both sides of my brain uh, in energy and IT. So wow. uh, a lot of fun interviews there to be seen and had and, and valuable so info as well. What's the name of the podcast again? 
uh, optimum ideation and modern pipeliner. Very good. Well, everybody make sure you go check those out because anytime we can help uh, cross promote the podcasters out there and gain new information, new insights, I think that's a great way to go. So everybody, all the audience, make sure you go check out Tim's podcasts and uh, see what he has to share. So, well, thanks so much, Tim. I really enjoyed having you and wish you a great day and success in everything that you're doing. Thank you, Sean. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, go to teamengagementpodcast.com. We also invite you to follow or subscribe to our podcast wherever you may be listening or watching. Is your business thriving? Go to tbs-score.com to find out. Thanks for joining us today. Have a great day.